Jesus makes a widow the star of his parable today who is relentless, absolutely relentless in her request to an unjust judge who finally gives in to her because he fears he's going to get smacked down by her. Long story short, what is Jesus saying here? If an unjust judge will respond to justice, how much more so will God do justice for you? Jesus is linking persistence to getting things done in prayer. Last week, we heard the story of the ten lepers. Prayer was heard immediately, and immediately it was answered. Not always the way it is with God, though, unless it's in God's will. The only prayers that are going to get answered affirmatively are the ones in God's will. He will not give us scorpions or snakes to play with as the uh, uh, other parables go. We must ask over and over sometimes. Being persistent changes minds of people, shows passion, can even convince others. It may take time, but it does work. God is telling us here, and Jesus is inviting us here to wear down God with your prayer. Wear him down. It's a good thing. Even prayer, some doesn't get answered. What about Gethsemane? Jesus, is there any other way, Father? Let this cup pass from me. What happened? Sorry. I need you to go through with this, my son. And I need you to die. And Jesus did admit, not my will, but your will be done, Father. The cross. Why have you forsaken me? Are you even out there? Are you listening to me? And what happened? He died, but he rose Jesus three days later. Prayer does work. Prepare yourself, though. Some prayer may end up in humility for us. But do not be weary in your prayers. Look at Moses today. When he held his staff in the first reading, held his staff out, his hands out. Israel was winning the war. When he got ugh, too tired, then the other side started to win. So what did Moses and, or what did Aaron and Hur do? They lifted up his hands for him. He was too tired, he was too weary in that prayer. So they helped. That's a picture of what we should be doing in the church. That's why we pray for each other. Intercessory prayer is so important. We pray for each other because we all need help. We all need help in prayer. Moses needed his hands lifted up for him. They helped him out. Do not be afraid to ask others to support you in prayer. That's what it's about. That's why we have a church. Prayer is not just a private thing. It should be a communal thing too. We lift each other up in the battle of life. For if we do not fight together, we lose together. Prayer, make no mistake, is a war. It's a spiritual war going on. The apostles made that very clear in their writings. We look at close at society. We, had, as Christians, we're being pushed to the sidelines so often because we're not united. 
That's a harsh reality because we have the God of the universe on our side, yet we still lose. Why is that? He's trying to teach us perseverance, for one. Trying to teach us be unified, for one. You're not, so you're going to lose. Even Jesus felt God wasn't present then on the cross. He didn't quit prayer. Just answered in a way he didn't know was going to, well, he knew he was going to be raised from the dead. But he felt abandoned at that moment, that there is no doubt. He kept fighting. Kept talking it out with God. And then that's what we do. Today, we publicly kick off our Love One Another campaign. We've been pursuing it behind the scenes a little bit. I wrote about it know, about six, seven weeks in my uh, bulletin column. This week, many of you will be receiving letters. If you don't get one, don't worry. We'll be on the phone with you. A volunteer, myself, will be calling. That's persistence. We have to be persistent like prayer and the gospel, to support the campaign. And I got to tell you, I didn't like it when it started, but I got to be uh, frank, I got to be honest. I like, and I am grateful to the bishop for pushing us to do this, pushing all the priests. Asking for money is not what a priest likes to do, nor did we train for it in the seminary. Most of us would wait till everything is broken before we wanted to ask for money. We have to be proactive. Yes, capital projects is 40% uh, of what the parish keeps. You saw the, the lifts out here. Tuck pointing. Did you ever take a good look at this uh, building on the outside? All the concrete in between all the, all the uh, stones and things like that? That kind of falls apart occasionally. And we need to put it back together, otherwise it'll be falling down. The windows, we saw that one out for quite some time last year. Costs a lot of money, and we don't, can't afford it on the budget. So that's what capital projects are for, and that's what we're raising money for. The rest of the money, of course, is so important for us. The school, Christian formation, evangelization, so many other things, the cemetery. Why do we do this? There's so many things. Jesus said you are always going to have the poor with you. The archdiocese is using a lot of that money for the poor. Catholic charities. So many things. Why? We will always have the poor with us. It's never going to end. The hurricane. When's the next earthquake due? It will never end. And Jesus said, what are you going to do about it? Jesus always says, what you going to do about it? We always help. We have had some nice success. St. Clements has raised already 43% of their goal. St. Dominic's is around 20%. And I'm happy to report here today, Holy Name has raised 46% of its goal. $357,000 of its goal already. Just 25 pledges. That gives us a lot of hope that we can raise our goal, no problem. For the more we raise, the more we keep. 
at one point we get 100% of all the funds raised. We are doing this for the future, of course. Faith formation, evangelization, cemetery. That is our success. We reap where we do not sow. I always like that quote from scripture. We reap where we do not sow. And I look at myself. I've reaped where I have not sown all over the place. In our nation, our forefathers, we reap the benefits that they sowed, not us. All the, all the service members that have protected our country over the years, Revolutionary War, Civil War, World War I, II, all the wars that we fought, we are the ones benefiting from all that. We reap where we do not sow. I think of Archbishop uh, Henney, the first bishop of Milwaukee. He went around to Wisconsin on horseback, collecting money with his little black book, and he wrote down every uh, contribution. It's at the seminary now in a, in a case. Down to the nickel, who helped him build the seminary. I can't imagine myself running around horseback looking and soliciting donations. But we are reaping. I reaped where I did not sow on that one. And that's what, our that's what we do now. We have to sow so others can reap in the future where they didn't sow. We've all taken advantage of that. None of us, we, we sustained this parish. We didn't build it. Can you imagine the people who built this magnificent palace here, this church? What they did, the sacrifice they accomplished? It's unbelievable. And we reap where we didn't sow. And in 20, 30, 40 years, there's going to be a lot of people reaping where they did not sow. And that's what this capital campaign is all about. Every generation is asked several times in their life, to build for the next generations that are coming. That's what this generation is doing. We are maintaining in a big way. So in 20, 30, 40 years, they have a place to come. That's why we do what we do. So now we have some campaign cards in our, in our pews. They look about like that. Over the next five years, we'll be saying this prayer occasionally. This is a five-year pledge. Like I said, you're going, to get a, you're going to be getting a letter soon to consider donating, making a pledge for five years. What we do, we'll pray, we'll collect, we'll do all sorts of things in the next five years, keeping us in our forefront that we need to keep this parish going, operating. Like I said, the capital campaign is about the future. It's about off-budget money. Keep your tithes coming normally. This is above and beyond. We can't rob Peter to pay Paul. This is, we have to keep the lights on, the snow plowed, all those great things we need to keep going. That's what our yearly pledges do. 
But this is above and beyond. And if you can't do the above and beyond, don't steal from what you do for the year. We will do this. We will get it done. We will find a way. And your generosity is the cause. So let us pray first to God, for which all things come down. So if you want to follow along or make your prayer, Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for your blessings in our life. We praise you for your goodness and generosity. Help us as stewards of your grace and love, that through prayerful work and sacrifice, we may bring your love to our families, parish, and community. We humbly pray for strength, fortitude, follow your great commission to go make disciples of all people, living our faith through word and deed. Inspire in your people generous hearts to strengthen the mission of our parish, to serve those in need, to support vocations, to educate our children through the Love One Another campaign. Guide us in this important campaign. Watch over our efforts to help build your kingdom here on earth. Give us joy in serving you in your church now and forever. <laughs>